We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gut Reaction episode, the Mile High Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Jensen. With me, as always, you know him, you love him, my partner in crime and fellow football priest, Zach Kelberman. Zach, it is, in fact, yet another victorious gut reaction. Had a feeling it was going to come down to uh, Russ having to conjure something at the end. He and Sutton did just that. Some mile-high magic, baby. Gandalf in orange and blue. The Broncos pulled it off. Great defensive effort tonight. I mean, other other than the run, we'll get into that. But your gut reaction to the Broncos now pulling off four straight wins, evening the record at five and five. I, kind of the same reaction um, after, after last week's game. We talked about the Tebow years, Chad, and how the Broncos were winning ugly and they were winning games and they were, you know, improving as a team. That's what I see in the 2023 Broncos, at least the last couple uh, weeks. It, it's not going to ever be the sexiest game. It's not going to ever be the cleanest box score, but they'll just get it done in the clutch. For a long time there, it looked like it was the week three VJ defense that couldn't stop a nosebleed, couldn't tackle, couldn't do anything. For a while, it looked like the 2022 Broncos offense couldn't move the ball, settling for field goals. But at the end, everyone clutched up at the end because they've learned how to win. And Sean Payton is assimilating that culture they're starting to stack victories now. I'm really getting used to Chad having celebratory gut reaction podcast. This is very nice. It is indeed, man. It feels good, and it's really cool. We're going to get right to the chat here, but it's really, really cool to see that old Russ. I'm not saying, oh, this is vintage Russ. He's the same guy from 2013. But the vintage Russ, who is straight stubborn when the chips are down, straight refuses to go down. And I love seeing that, and it's serving the Broncos well. Even as we, Zach, pull what few hairs remain on this pate of mine out, watching them quarters one through three, at least tonight anyway. But it's pretty much been that way the last few the last few games uh, with a couple of exceptions. Um, lots to get into. Tom up there north of the 49th parallel proving Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Tom up in Canada. Thank you, buddy. So good to see you. He says, take it any way we can get it. Keep up the great work, boys. You just beat a red hot team. You just beat a red hot team who dominated your ass on the ground and whose quarterback made play after play. Yet your defense found a way to take the ball away. Was it three times? Three times. So 
What is that? We're at 12 takeaways in the last three games. And your offense against all odds, even though you didn't expect it, this is the Tebow-esque aspect of it, at least offensively, is when the chips were down, they found a way, made a way. Don't apologize for a win. We'll take it every day and thrice on Sunday. The Broncos of yesteryear would not have come close to uh, defeating Minnesota tonight. I mean, at some point, even the the harshest critic, the biggest skeptic of this team has to say to themselves, you know what? That's now three quality wins in a row. You could even throw away the Green Bay win if you want, even though you shouldn't, but that's Kansas City, Buffalo, and Minnesota back-to-back. Minnesota being the hottest team in the NFL. That is nothing to sneeze at. It's a very well-coached team. Josh Jobs is a really good quarterback. I know they were missing JJ, but there's a lot of playmakers on both sides of the ball, and for 60 minutes, for the most part, the Broncos outplayed them. My hat's off. FJ. Helps me out, helps us out at MHH. Does a lot of things on the back end. No content. You don't see him on camera. You don't see him, uh, you know, writing articles. But if you've been to a meet and greet, you know the red-haired fellow I'm talking about that embodies enthusiasm. And he makes a point here, Zach. Unstoppable are the Broncos since the meet and greet. That's That's all it took. That's all it took was a little uh, MHH magic, in fact. Uh, Love you, FJ. Miguel in the house. Thank you, big dog. He says, my heart can't take it anymore. Great win, but goodness gracious, my heart can't take it. I feel you, dude. I feel you. This was a little bit of a different one for me because uh, we had a little family Thanksgiving thing that was an hour away from where I live. So I split with the fam because you guys are that important to me. Split from the from the party about an hour and a half before uh, the game ended and listened and watched Zach to most of it on the drive. Really listened to it on the drive back. And uh, so my my I didn't quite still have that same adrenaline feeling that I had at the end of the Buffalo game uh, last week. Maybe I'm now acclimating back to, you know, status quo for me anyway. But, yeah, these uh, I loved what you said when the play when the chips were down and the margin of error is gone and it's who's going to make the plays necessary to win. Yeah, the Broncos are making those plays, Zach, because. They actually believe they can make them now. They're getting used to playing in these high stakes and coming out on top, and that is a powerful, powerful thing. It's huge. That's how you turn a franchise around. That's, you know, Sean Payton talked about the Lions. Well, the Lions know, like, look at today's game, for example. They came back uh, from a fourth-quarter deficit against the Bears. They learned how to win, and that's why when everyone discounted the, the Packers' victory, I think even Scott and I were on here saying, you have to start somewhere. You have to start building and collecting somewhere, and that's where it all began. And I know it's not good for our blood pressure collectively. I know it's not good for our heart, but you know it's not good either for both of those things lose it and the Broncos have done quite enough of that Chad I will take the heart palpitations of winning over the heartache of losing any day indeed be still my heart Mike Edel with a top rope super generous uh super chat thank Thank you brother thank you I'm sure you're going to be climbing the rankings after this my dog but thank you really helping us keep the lights on so so cool of you send us an email and let us shoot you out a little thank you a mile high huddle at Gmail. Give us your t-shirt size and your address and let us send you a little thank you for just how generous you have been uh, to us as a show and as a channel, Mike. Thank you, buddy. He says, yes, yes, yes. I can show my face in Minnesota. You guys and the whole MHH family. Great. I have a lot more gray hair. Go Broncos. Hey, I'm noticing some popping through too. You know, it's mostly in my beard because I keep it buzzed, but you get the drift. Thank you, Mike. 
That's, that's amazing, Mike. And, you know, you show your face and show it proudly. Any Broncos fan this week, you know, Chad was talking about a win's a win, never apologize. And I echo that a thousand percent. The Broncos have deserved uh, to be talked about now as the overtaking Minnesota as the hottest team. And now, Chad, I think the, the macro point here, five and five at do we start talking playoffs? I mean, legitimately, the Broncos have a case. They have the most momentum of any team in the league. They have to feel like they're damn near unbeatable, even when they're not playing a perfect game. And 500 and the rest of the playoff field kind of breaking in the Broncos' favor today, this is an exciting time in Broncos country. I agree 100%, dude. It's definitely on the table. Don't don't cringe away. Don't be shy about asserting playoffs as a genuine possibility. And really especially Zach, after the way this season started, what we were hoping for was competitive relevance. This is a competitively relevant team now. Trust Steve. Thank you, brother. Very, very, very generous. Love the veterans. Seriously, we have so much to uh, to thank you for as we approach Thanksgiving. So much Thanksgiving to give. Appreciate you, Steve. He says, Semper Fi, boys. Always faithful, boys. Just going to say it feels like the Mile High Magic is back. Loving it. Yes, indeed. And let me tell you something. I appreciate Russ kind of being the wand, but the guy twirling it uh, with the long hair, gray beard and the, you know, pointy cap is Sean Payton. It's unbelievable the difference in, in less than one full calendar year that Sean Payton has made. And I, I think, Chad, people were thinking that we were being hyperbolic and talking up Sean Payton and the coaching aspect. And we weren't. We were just uh, expressing how big of a component the Broncos have been missing since Gary Kubiak. And we see that. I mean, he is a legitimate adult who takes control of the situation. The Broncos really never have any of those uh, fluster-type moments where they lose the game because of pure stupidity. He has them locked in, and he has them believing in themselves. Again, great time to be a Broncos fan. And they're just a couple of tweaks away from this thing really busting into a true force to be reckoned with. Not to say that they aren't now, but Zach, I mean, when you win the turnover battle, by the margin the Broncos did, uh, tonight and once again you know how often how many times did they start a drive in opposing territory you just gotta figure out how to get this offense move the needle somehow and I get it you got to stay committed to that run I'm not saying necessarily deviate from that but you got to start figuring out how to get that passing game to be more efficient and productive Darren the papa bear uh, great to see you tonight thank you for the super chat Zach and I will take it as a as a true honor that the father of Nick Kendall is here uh, patronizing us, not only with his presence and his thoughts contributing to the convo, with, but with also a very generous super chat. So thank you, Darren. Give our best to Chris. He says, the winning streak started with the mile-high huddle tailgater in Denver against the Packers. The good luck charm. Absolutely. And you know what? It was also nice being able to get Nick there and, and snap his streak, right. that ignominious streak of never – observing in person a Broncos win every game he'd been to, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, you were part of that magic too, Darren. Thank you, big dog. Yeah, I was going to say it's ironic that it started then when Nick had been the ultimate bad luck charm. And he would you know, tell you himself, I think 0-9, Chad, uh, during his time going to Broncos games. And that's the one that he decides to go to, the Mile High meet and greet. We win, and uh, now we're on a winning streak. So appreciate you, Papa Kendall. Appreciate you tuning in. And that is why we scheduled it when we did. Uh, because we wanted to ensure Nick could make it out to one of the meet and greets. So 
really cool. And it was also obviously great to hang out, meet you guys as well. The whole family, the Kendall's really cool. Minus, minus one, obviously, but thank you, Darren. Um, we got to take care of some quick business guys. We got to remind you. All right, here we are in a celebratory mood. What better way to celebrate than with little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, make them part of your game day. All right. It's a big part of the Casa Jensen game day. Trust on that. Order online during our pizza, pizza pregame one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday and get ready for some football and fun. You choose your favorite little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Either way, Zach, just like the Broncos and Broncos country, you win. And I can speak for myself, Chad. I'm sure you agree. Food tastes better uh, when life is good and life is good when the Broncos are winning. And I guarantee you get some crazy bread, get some Little Caesars pizza, any type of topping, any type of crust. It will taste good now that the Broncos are on a four-game winning streak. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we transition right back to you guys. We want to hear what's on your mind. Uh, Mr. Producer, should we go back? Ooh, F.A., top rope, top rope. Love it, dude. Thank you so Thank much. You, FA. Bonafide Mount Rushmore superstar checking in, doing what he does. He says, what a hell of a win. Who is this defense? Man, another three turnover game. This team is finally finding ways to win. Hot take, Broncos will make the playoffs. Fight me. Love you guys. We love you too, brother. We really do. And I love it. The the defense, predatory, making plays when the chips are down. Just got to get that rushing defense on point. Uh, Patriot Tex, holy smizokes. Can't believe we won this game. I thought Peyton's uh, play calling showed zero. Uh, coy in Russ? I'm not sure. Zero trust? I'm not sure what that is. Typo. I thought JJ's touchdown drop would ruin us. I know we haven't even mentioned that. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, waited all night for the bottom to fall out, and it didn't. I know you're just, you know, it's really hard for a traumatized fan base, Zach, to not kind of anticipate that other shoe to drop at some point, you know, like the abused person in a, in a relationship, not to make light of that stuff, but still when, you know, jumpy and you're just waiting for the next blow, not tonight, not tonight. And that's the thing. I think we all feel that way. We all think to ourselves, here we go again at some point. When the Broncos can't stop a guy in the flat, leave him uncovered, they go right down the field. It looked too easy for that Minnesota offense early in the game. But again, credit to VJ, credit to that defense. They clamped up, they tightened up um, when things got tough, and they clutched up in the end. That's what's most important. A win is a win is a win. 
Tom Lackoff jumping in. What's up, brother? So good to see you. He says, I don't know what the difference is in the first three quarters for Russ compared to the fourth. If we can get him to play the first three like the fourth, it's hard to beat. I agree on that. Again, you got to get you got to get that figured out. If you really are going to make a true push down this stretch, I mean, they're on a roll. They got momentum. They've got belief. They're beating legit teams. But that inability to convert on third down, inability, uh, inability to capitalize Zach on your defense, taking it away at a historic yeah. pace. Um, and then on the other side, the inability to really stop the run the way you ought to be. I mean, we can go through some of the numbers, but that has to get tweaked. That has to be improved. It's not sustainable for winning, but you know, fortunately, these are corrections the Broncos can easily make, and I anticipate they will. And I, I'm happy that you said something earlier, Chad, and I agree with that. The Broncos are, we're all happy they're winning. They're a much improved team. They're still a little bit they can improve, and they're just those little minor tweaks they can make. They're not that far off. I understand you want to call. Russell Wilson, a game manager. You want to call the Broncos offense boring? Well, right now it's working. The Tebow offense in 2011, that was boring. That wasn't very sexy, but it won football games. And that's what any of us signed up for, Chad, before the season. We didn't care how the sausage was made. We just cared that it tasted good. And five and five after one and five tastes awfully damn good. You know, we talk about how John Elway sold the, the next seven years of the Broncos future to the devil, right? To to win Super Bowl 50. But I think also part of that sell, uh, the sale, I should say, was uh, Tim Tebow going into Arrowhead and winning a game with two completions. So, you know, when you have that magic and you have that belief, anything becomes possible. But if you don't clean up some of those issues, as Zach said, it will come back to haunt you. And it did for the for the Broncos that year. Uh, in the playoffs divisional round rip dive. What's up, brother? Thank you. He says, happy birthday to me, November 18th. Happy belated big dog and Justin Simmons, November 19th today needed more blood pressure medication tonight. Can Russell please stop holding the ball so long? Yeah. I mean, I would say it was a little bit better tonight, but not by much Dave from Georgia. Also jumping in. Good to see you, brother. We're twinners tonight. Buckham baby with a B YouTube. That's with the B He says, what a game defense was huge all night. Buckham starting to look more like a team, no doubt. But that 175 yards as a defense, once again, is the one, you know, flying the ointments at. Exactly. Yeah. I, I would say they came up huge in the end, Dave. And uh, and credit to the crowd as well at Empower Field. They were rocking and rolling all night long. So Broncos country, best fan base in the world. Um, but you can't allow Alexander Madison and Ty Chandler to run like a hot knife through butter. You can't allow a team that's down its QB one and wide receiver one to go down the field like they did in the first uh, couple quarters of the game and even into the third quarter as well. But those are, again, are easily correctable fixes that I anticipate they will make. And just the personnel aspect alone, how amazing has McMillian McMillan been? I heard yeah, a lot yeah. of people calling him McMillian. I want right. to, you know, and that pet peeve as well. Just tremendous going from Damari Mathis to him as saying Bassey um, to him as well, changing up the secondary. It's little things they can continue to do that will make this team even better. But the important thing is, like we talked about, they are peaking at the right time. They are finding themselves at the right time. They are getting hot at the right time. Gotta love it. Jess, good to see you, big dog. Thank you. He says the 2011 season all over again. Strap in. Indeed. I'll take it. I'll take it. Taylor, brother, thank you. He says, I'll take the win, but it feels like a loss. Why does it feel like a loss, dude? Nah. I'm curious on that. 
I'm curious. Go Broncos. Uh, Arthur, a newer name. Welcome from across the Welcome. pond. Appreciate the super chat support. He says, hey, guys, it's 5.30 a.m. in Germany. There is no way I'll be able to sleep after that one. Hashtag let's ride. I love it, dude. Welcome, Arthur. Thank you for the support. Uh, after the podcast, do your best to turn in and catch some shut-eye, my friend. Casey Nickel, what's up, brother? Uh, he says, court is all the way back. Let's go, Broncos. Now, let's figure out this red zone offense. Ha-ha, indeed. It's been really cool, really nice to see Cortland Sutton making those big splash plays now. And, you know, it's underneath, it's deep, it's in the red zone. That's the guy who went to a Pro Bowl and became one of the, you know, star receivers in the league. He's back. Um, just, just need to feed him a little bit more yardage. Cause that's the only thing, if you look at his numbers, that's the only thing really holding them back. Zach at this stage from being like near certainty for a pro bowl, nod is the yardage is lackluster. And even tonight with all those plays he made, Zach, uh, he finished with team lead 66 receiving yards. I was going to say Pro Bowl court has a nice ring to it. And uh, yeah, the yardage could be better. But again, the Pro Bowl is based on largely winning. So if the Broncos are one of the hotter teams to finish the year, if they sneak into the playoffs, I can definitely see court, you know, picking up another Pro Bowl. His eighth touchdown of the year, I'm pretty yep. sure, seventh yep. or eighth. Eight. Career, career best. I mean, in the red zone, he's super clutch. And, you know, we bemoan the fact, Chad, in recent seasons that the 80-20 version of Sutton had disappeared. He might be even better than 80-20 now. He might be like 90-10. I mean, that one-handed catch, him getting open in the red zone and just mossing that fool. I mean, these are good players that he went against. This is a good Brian Flores-led defense that he just dominated. So hats off to Cortland, man. Balling. Amen. And that's the other thing to keep in mind amid our frustrations with the lack of efficiency on offense. This team's going against some legit defenses three weeks in a row, dude. So cut them. We should cut them a little bit of slack. Chiefs, no slouch. I mean, that's a championship defense. Bills, enough said. Vikings, I mean, you saw that was a smothering defense. So yep. uh, Chris, my brother, Mount Rushmore superstar, always a symbolic super chat on the gut reaction. Thank you, brother. He says, man, the team sure did turn it on when they needed to. The defense kept them in it, and the offense uh, sure did show up at the right moment. Sutton's toe tap is chef's kiss. Amen to that. Uh, love it, Zach. Chris been with us a long time and still vintage YouTube profile pick. Love it. F.A. Will Lutz was the MVP today. Dude has been money all year. He's missed two field goals all year. That's crazy. If Lutz misses even a field goal today, we lose. Yep, we are slowly becoming a complete team. Well said. Well said, F.A. And Zach, I got to tell you, dude, that, you know, from a complete aspect, the, the one thing that I, I hated about today is you didn't get to see Marvin Mims shine. The one nice play he makes, a freak kind of, uh, what was it, a face mask, etc. Yeah. kind of a bummer. It is, and uh, I, I think, though, this is more affirmation that the special teams unit has been completely transformed. Credit to uh, Ben Kotwika, credit to Mike Westoff for turning uh, that side of the ball around. A lot of us were not us necessarily, Chad, because we understood why the Broncos moved off McManus, but a lot of Broncos fans were skeptical of Peyton going out and getting his old buddy and Will Lutz. And after week one, there was even more nerves around Lutz, but he has been nails since that first game for the most part. So uh, not so many complaints here, F.A. F.A., thank you again, brother. Two top rope super chats. We love you. What more can we say? You know this. Uh, real quick, guys, we're going to dive right back into the chat. So much more to get to, but we got to remind you, 
Are you ready to spice up your Thanksgiving as we dive headfirst into mountains of mashed potatoes? I did that tonight. And cranberry sauce. Let's talk about the unsung hero of the holiday season, and that's the Manscaped Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. That's right. It's time to go cold turkey on your old razor and take care of your own, you know what, south of the border, so to speak, with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Visit manscaped.com and use code Huddle for 20% off plus free shipping and enjoy Thanksgiving in style with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Gobble, gobble, guys. Not going to give you guys a visual representation or a demonstration, but I did use the lawnmower on my chest area. It works so, so well, Chad. Anyone, any male out there that's looking on, for dude, I want to see. Any sort of grooming need, we'll spare that for the guy. Maybe tomorrow, Chad, if we have some time. But any sort of male looking for their grooming needs, downstairs, upstairs, turkey leg, chicken leg, whatever, Manscaped <laughs> is the way to go. I promise y'all. That's right. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HUDDLE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com using our code HUDDLE. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your boys down south will thank you. All right, right back to the chat. Let's do some rapid fire. Holy Whoa. smokes. Sure hang. We sure appreciate you. Okay, let me read this first. My name is Jason, owner of SH, but dudes, SH, syntax interpreter. Sure hang. Okay, hello. I love you. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I love your channel and I love the Broncos. Let's go, Broncos. MHH for life, first time commenter. Sure hang. Let me tell you something, Jason, brother. Uh, I might be a little slow on the uptake when you're at 10 p.m. after a game like that, but I got to tell you, so generous. Thank you very much, man. Welcome. What a way to make an introduction and uh, appreciate you. Thank you. And yes, uh, go Broncos, baby. First time comment commenter. Hope hopefully not the last time. Uh, Jason, appreciate you. Everyone, check out. I guess. Uh, uh, shout out Jason and Surehang. But if you have another comment, question, consideration, concern, Jason, please let us know. We will address you. Thank you so much for your generosity. Yes, and as F.A. says with his own very generous super chat, welcome, Surehang. Glad you, to have you. Thank you, F.A., for that message that we, of course, uh, endorse wholeheartedly. And help us keep that conversation going in the chat. We want to hear your thoughts, as, as Zach said. Thank you, Jason. Uh, and F.A., love you. Nahaj, the bona fide shot of life in the house. This dude, I bet right now is like, you can't even take it. Like, if you're in the same <laughs> four walls with Naj right now, you're like, it's too much. It's all, it's like, you know. It's like a radiation much, blast. It is, dude. You're going gamma style. You're going to become Hulk and just start <laughs> blasting through the walls. Like, osmosis is a thing when you're around Naj al top in particular. But, brother, thank you. He says, incredible, brothers. Another clutch last-minute drive by Russ, and what a play by Sutton. And that defense dominating that last drive. Wow. Give Jaquan another game ball. Yeah, and give that dude a freaking contract. That's what I'm yes. saying. Like, bona fide stud. Handles it, Zach, in uh, coverage. Great run support. Knack for making the play. Taking that ball away just – Around the ball, dude. You got to love it. The Broncos stumbled upon a true gem here in Jaquan McMillan. I want to give McMillan a lot of credit. I also want to give a shout out to Samaj P. Ryan, who for the second week in a row in the fourth quarter is impossibly clutch, Chad, worth every penny the Broncos paid him. A lot of people were wondering earlier in the season, me included, why give him that multi-year deal if you're going to have um, an undrafted rookie ahead of him on the depth chart behind Javante. But that's why, as a pass catcher in pass protection, Samaj has stepped up and a uh, big, big fan of his services, Chad. Amen to that. Gregory, bro, 
Good to see you. Been with us a long time. Bonafide superstar. Very generous of you, my friend. Any specific topics, get it in the chat. We'll get to it. But thank you, Gregory. Much love, brother. Um, where are we at? We're at 25 minutes and a lot of supers to get to. We're going to get to them. Troy, the fawn donkey in the house. Thank you, brother. Says, hey, guys, the rise of the defense is obvious, but the rise of the O-line has been just as impressive. Love it. Yeah, man. I mean, just a few little communication issues on some of these, you know, I mean, getting zero blitzed on the reg, it's going to test you, right? It's going to stress your communication. It's going to stress all that. But I tip my cap to him, man. Four games in a row. Tip your cap. This is also a pretty sure first time full time OL coach in Zach Streif yep. came over from New Orleans uh, under Sean Payton's uh, uh, recommendation. And what a hell of a job turning around the likes of Garrett Bowles and Cushenberry in particular has been the anchor that we thought we would see from him in recent season. But you know what brought me a little satisfaction, Shadow, maybe in a petty way? In the last drive for the Vikings, when Josh Jobs was being just under duress constantly, you notice Dalton Reisner very much overwhelmed with the Broncos blitz packages and what they were bringing to the table. I, I like seeing that. You know, it's it's one of those bittersweet things for me because I really wanted to love Dalton Reisner, especially the way, Zach, he was introduced to you and I uh, at the Combine coming out 2019. A just, long time ago. He couldn't put it together as a Bronco, and he's been probably – I wouldn't say it's like overboard, but he's been slightly salty in some of the things he said. Again, it's nothing overboard. We haven't even written about it. It's That's how not overboard it is, and we usually jump on anything like that because it's just fun to read about and write about. But Riptide again, thank you, brother. Simmons on that last drive, though, boss. Not only that, but like the plays he was making, the guys against, you know, breaking up passes like that and dominating against a Pro Bowl tight end like TJ Hawkinson. I mean, baller. Alexander, thank you, brother. Jerry's uh, Jerry Judy's pump fake, funniest thing all year. I know, but what are you going to do, man? Like, it's you're just reacting, especially when that's not something you see, Zach, on the reg when you're trying to make a tackle, uh, you know, north of the line of scrimmage. Like, I feel for him because I probably would have reacted like that too. So, savvy, savvy play by Jerry. Was it enough to uh, overcome any race, the unfortunate touchdown drop? No. But Jerry Judy's starting to get it going a little bit. We'll give him that. D Porter, what's up, bro? Good to see you. He says everything was on the line when it was fourth and two with 307 left on our own 32. And Magic Russ does it again. The meet and greet mojo is real. It is, dude. It's legit. Ted, brother, thank you. He says, let's go. Another learning to win type game. Some of that is just hanging around and keeping yourself in the game so Russ can work his magic at the end. 2023 is the year of the Sutton MHH for life. Hashtag pizza, pizza. Amen to that brother. Thank you, Ted. Good to see you tonight. Big dog. Uh, Spartan 2492 in the house. Good to see you tonight. My friend hope you're doing well. Says that was awesome. The defense did it again. The offense needs to do something. It was a rough game. Yeah, it was, but they at least did do something when it mattered most. So once again, I tip my cap to him because better to have and not need Zach than need and not have. You know, talking about Judy, I think the funniest thing to me was Collinsworth's reaction. Sounded like he needed a change of pants after that, Chad. <laughs> he got way too excited. Uh, the Judy non-touchdown, if you watch, he was being interfered with, albeit slightly. I mean, there was a tug of the jersey. You could have called that in that situation, so I'm not faulting him too much. But, you know, you can overlook those blemishes when you win. Winning really does cure all, man. Facebook stars, we are going to be getting to you. Hang tight, guys. Uh, appreciate you. And, yes. 
you know, like, like I said, Judy's, he's steadily starting to kind of find his footing in this Peyton scheme. Alonzo, what's going on, big dog? He says, this team really likes giving me heart attacks. Yeah, uh, the, the cardiac horses. No, cardiac uh, equines. Is that how you would say? It? No, I mean, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. But, yeah, we feel you, big dog. I got to call my doctor tomorrow and get a refill now because I had to swallow it all <laughs> earlier. Yeah, I mean, again, though, it's at least if we're going to go through this, the end result is the Broncos winning and not dropping another heartbreaker. True that. Bo, what's up, dude? Thank you. Very generous of you. Helping us keep the lights on. Don't be a stranger. Any topics, comments, get it in the chat. We'll keep an eye out for you, big dog. Thank you and welcome. Um, newer name, right? Bo Williams? I think that's a newer name. Welcome, Bo. The Papa Bear. Twinners, once again. This is a guy that we got to spend some time with and meet in person at the meet and greet, and it was a gas. It was a, it was a pleasure and an honor. Thank you, David, and good evening right back at you. He's still holding true to the 11-6. and six. Buckham times three. MHH for life. Denver Bronx for life. Go Broncos. Amen, brother. Alejandro, what's good? He says, uh, not a beautiful win, but a win is a win. Let's go. Big fan of you guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Alejandro. Good to see you tonight, buddy. Uh, don't be a stranger. George Fox on Facebook saying, Justin Simmons was great tonight on his birthday. The birthday boy coming up big, delivering the presents so that he could get the biggest present of all on his birthday, which was another win. Says the, the D came to play in the second half. Amen to that. Appreciate you, George. So good to see you tonight, big dog. Uh, hope you're doing well. Andrew Lampy on Facebook says, feels good. Proud of this deep, proud this defense found its footing when it mattered. Yeah. Have we even mentioned Vance Joseph yet tonight? I mean, again, this dude is he's out kicking his coverage, but in the best sense, like, especially after the way this team started defensively, like historically bunk to turn it around to this tune. I mean, now you're on the other end of history, right? 12 takeaways in the last three games. Oh, man, that's just give him his credit. I see a comment that made me laugh. The palpitation ponies, I think that could work. Oh, I like it. I, whoever that was, I got to call them when I got to name a band or something or a podcast because that was a good idea. The Broncos defense, I'll say this about VJ, and it's the same point I wanted to make about Simmons and Russell Wilson for that matter as well. The higher paid players, the star players, the foundational players, they're making plays when you need them. They're showing up and not absent. How many times did Russell Wilson not come through last season or even early on this season? How many times was it was Justin almost Simmons Chad? We derided him on this podcast many a time. And you know what? The one criticism I had about VJ, I said good coaches elevate players. They take good players and make them great. They take average and make them good and so on and so forth. To VJ's credit, and when it looked like it was not possible at all after week three, Simmons is playing at a higher level. What he did on that final drive today, those two PBUs, that is an all-pro effort. That is what you pay millions and millions of dollars for. Um, McMillan, McMillan for I, I keep doing it, man. I fall into my own trap. McMillan, undrafted free agent. He comes into the starting lineup. He has single-handedly made that secondary and is a big, big, been a big impetus for that turnaround. So for VJ. What I didn't think was possible is happening. He's elevating the talent around him and putting the best players in the possible six positions to succeed, Chad. Indeed. And Claude, so good to see you, brother, the water champ. Tonight we had exactly two sacks, Zach, defensively, Jay Cooper and Browning. But then also, you know what, Josie Jewell forced some pressure on that one pick. 
uh, Baron Browning. It wasn't a sack, but tackling Dobbs short of the sticks. You know, just making big plays like that. And even though both times the Vikings uh, converted those fourth downs, those shorts, um, guys are coming together, like you said, and you got to point to the coaching. Brandon, good to see you, buddy, on Facebook. The red zone game plan needs to be throw the ball to Sutton. Agreed. Just find a way. I mean, Sean Payton's no stranger to that, by the way. Turn on some tape from whatever it was, 09 to however long Marcus Colston played. Uh, that was a common thing there. Dave from Georgia, again, brother, thank you. Says, P. Ryan has been a huge signing, more valuable than I thought he was going to be, especially after Zach mentioned. He ended up taking a backseat to an undrafted rookie on the depth chart, but he's earning that dollar-dollar bill. He's earning his paycheck. Troy, a.k.a. Eclipse, Stormborn, in the city of brotherly love. So good to see a bona fide Mount Rushmore superstar. Old school, old school OG. He says, happy Sunday, Priest and Broncos family. One or 100, a win is a win. Sutton came through two weeks in a row. Awesome. Peace and love from Philly, MHHUN, bringing up another old old uh, trope saying, whatever you want to call it, from our community and Denver Broncos for life. Good to see you, Troy. Uh, Rip die again saying, I criticize Russ a lot. And I won't stop until he stops holding the ball so long. But Judy has to stop dropping balls, even if it was P.I. Nothing you said is wrong. Nothing you said there uh, is is incorrect. Now, you can argue degrees and, you know, the gray areas and the, the finer details because I, I still err more on the side of, hey, when the chips were down, Russ did make those plays that, that needed to be made with a lot of help from P. Ryan uh, and then, of course, Sutton on that Beautiful, beautiful touchdown, but we feel you big time, Riptide. It's glass half empty, glass half full, Chad. You can look at it one of two ways. I mean, the way I choose to look at it, the Broncos did not play a perfect game today. They did not bring a 100% complete effort for all 60 minutes, but guess what? They weren't perfect, but they still won the game. They don't have to be perfect anymore, a thousand percent perfect to spring an upset or pull off a victory. That is a sign of growth. That's a sign of improvement. And that happens because you've learned how to previously stack those wins and the feeling that comes with it, Chad. You know, I talked about earlier fans and media we all think here we go again but even the players they were asked about that last week and they said we never thought here we go again we thought we're gonna get the ball back we're gonna go win the game we got this that's a huge turning point for this franchise it is and i love just seeing that energy that sutton and russ had on the sideline yes. after that touchdown i was like okay yes. these guys are filling their oats again and i love it man phil brother good to see you a crucial key part of the fabric of our MHH community. Thank you, Phil. He says, man, give Simmons, P. Ryan, Sutton, and Wilson a game ball. Hashtag heart attack Broncos. I know I would give Russ a game ball. I know a lot of a lot of our uh, community members wouldn't, but he did finally get over 200 yards passing. He broke that ignominious streak. Uh, he made the one touchdown play when the chips were down and it mattered most. He went 27 of 35. That's an efficient day. A lot of it was short, but he did, Zach, make a few Vertical plays downfield, uh, and he finished with a rating of 106.7. So there is that. Uh, thank you, Phil. Good to see you, brother. Um, but, yes, I, I think that uh, – sorry, my chat's doing a weird thing, and I'm trying to scroll back up. But uh, uh, jump from Phil to Robert. Thank you, buddy. He says, look out, NFL. But the Broncos are on a roll. Uh, hashtag buck them all. Robert, welcome. Thank you, buddy. Uh, don't be a stranger. Sure, hang again. We've got Jason jumping in. 
with another very generous Thank super. You, wow, dude. Thank you, bro. He says, literally, love the wins. It was a rough game, but cuddling my five-year-old with my earbuds in, listening to MHH, I'll spend whatever. Get used to my comments. I'm a huge Broncos and MHH fan. Go, buds. Love it, dude. Awesome. Reminds me of myself with my kids. That's really, really cool. Thank you for sharing, Jason. And, of course, the support, man. means a lot to us. So, uh, Jason McKeever on Facebook. We're second in the division now. One game out of the playoffs. I mean, don't look now, Zach, but this team is on a roll. Bo Williams, thank you, bro. Again, he says, so hyped I forgot to chat in the first Super. Russ made that so much harder than it needed to be. True. Defense held it down. Four in a row. Something to be proud of for the first time in a long time. I mean, I want to give Russ, as as I just said, I went to bat for him. We can pick multiple nits justifiably with some of the ball holding on too, too long, et cetera, issues, blah, 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 blah. But again, when the chips were down, he answered the bell. Yeah, not to single you out, Bo, but you know, I take umbrage when it's like Russ is is named in that and saying he made it so much harder than it had to be. It's not, it wasn't solely Russ. Yeah, he could have been a lot better in the first three quarters. I I admit that holding the ball too long, missing throws. I fully, fully am looking at you dead in the eye. I promise you that. I admit that. But how about the defense? Letting Madison and Ty Chandler go down the field, letting Josh Jobs go right down the field, they should have been tighter and more prepared for that type of offensive approach before the fourth quarter rolled around when they had to have it. So I agree, Bo. Russ had to be better. But like the defense, they both found a way to step up and win when it mattered most in the fourth. Uh, for what it's worth, Dobbs finished 20 of 32, 221 yards, a tutty interception. QB rating of 80, while the two running backs uh, both uh, went over 70 yards. So Madison, 81, Chandler, 73, uh, and then Dobbs with that one rushing touchdown. Anyway, Bo, brother, thank you so much. And you're right. It is something to be proud of for the first time in a long time, big dog. So be proud. Uh, Ronnie Ray, good to see you, my friend. Thank you. He says, good evening, Priest, Broncos country. All fight, no quit. Way to grind it out. Denver Broncos for life. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, that's the... Zach, that's the uh, that's the Sean Payton impact. That's the hashtag in Sean we trust. Believe it, man. Uh, it's it's the answer to you know people scratching their heads. Where was this last year? It's the coaching, coaching, coaching. The Zach Kelberman T-shirt. Ryan Bledsoe, thank you, bro. Number two in the West. On to the Browns. Let's go. And that's the thing. No rest for the weary. And the Broncos can't be among the weary because you got a red hot brutally good surprisingly good cleveland browns and i gotta give it to you zach i was never a believer in stefanski but you were, he was one of your boys and that team is legit yeah i mean he pulled out a win today with uh dtr but that defense chat is is mon it's the best defense the broncos will have faced this season i think for the rest of the year so another tough test and i like what scott said in our private chat here the broncos need some chargers on their uh docket coming up soon just a softer defensive matchup to give them a little reprieve but you know that's if you want to be the best you got to beat the best and the best is coming up in cleveland yeah tough 13 10 win today uh browns over the steelers <coughs> pardon me with uh dtr holding down the fort for him Naj again thank you bro thank Says, you brothers Naj. i'm hoping we'll see russ rip it down the field a bit more moving forward let's give that o-line a lot of love russ had the time and there was a troutman sighting today true we did see adam troutman make a play in the passing game uh we fixed that tackling and sky's the limit and just the the run fits. I don't know what I agree with you, Naj, on the whole tackling thing, but 
you know, a big part of this is you can't fix it entirely, Zach, because you do have an imbalanced and lackluster defensive line. But my hope is that as they continue to grow in confidence and whatnot, some of their talent limitations that they can overcome them uh, with this new belief and confidence and the momentum. And I mean, we've seen it happen many, many times. One example is uh, Terrence Knight and pot roast wasn't much to write home about before he came to Denver. And he had one or two really good years because he got swept up in that Peyton magic and what was going on in Denver over that stretch. So it can happen. You know, Naj, you bring up a point that I was thinking about earlier. The Broncos offense in the red zone has been hit or miss. Cortland Sutton's been a beast, but you still want to see more efficiency. I wonder how much better they would be overall, Chad, not just in the red zone, the green zone, if they had a playmaker at tight end, if they had someone that has the alpha mentality like Cortland Sutton does and maybe not Jerry Judy dropping the pass, but having that safety blanket, I think, or not having it has been hurting Russell Wilson. I want to see when Greg Dulcich comes back, if he can stay healthy, what he can bring to this offense in the second half of the season, having more athleticism between the seams and just someone that Russ can go to uh, when Judy or Mims or maybe even Sutton's covered. It's interesting they didn't call up Lucas Kroll for tonight, you know, because I yeah. thought that, oh, they're onto something here with that speed, and uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll they need someone. Yeah, they need some of that receiving uh, juice at tight end. Howie, freaking day in the freaking house, wants to talk about the freaking schedule. Let's go, bro. He says, will the remaining schedule, will the remaining schedule, I'm not sure. How is this thing going to play out? I believe it's the Broncos to lose. And he wants to know also, can we have the meet and greet on week one next year? Uh, I feel you. I feel you. We'll see how it plays out next year. Uh, we haven't decided exactly when, but a lot of that for us gets dictated by the order of the schedule because we want it to be a game that, that is meaningful anyway. So, um, yeah, it's it's a tough road ahead. We don't really have time tonight, Howie, to go through the whole schedule analysis other than kind of briefly talking about Cleveland. But trust, this week we will be spending some time on it. Uh, BNS, bro, good to see you. Been with us a long, long time. Bonafide superstar saying, well, well, well. Let's hear it for the orange and blue and hashtag all pro uh, non-reporting bulls. Yeehaw. Indeed. Uh, he's always got to get the uh, the bulls jokes in, Zach. I love it. Listen, the Broncos are on a four-game winning streak. Bulls is playing pretty decent football. I'm here for it, BNS. I do like, though, Chad, some of the different packages, the uh, imbalance lines, and uh, what they were trying to do with those running plays and substitutions and things like that. Amen. Grover, <clears throat> brother, thank you again, my friend. The support you've given us uh, over the last few months and whatnot means a lot to us. He says, I said it last week and I'll say it again. Wow, wow, wow. We need to clean up our missed tackles, but I'm loving how we're grinding out these wins. It's no bueno for my heart rate, but a donkey's dub heals all. Hashtag Denver Box for life, MHH for life. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, Grover. We feel you. Uh, Rip Die saying, I need one of those shirts, Chad. Link it. Uh, the link is always in the chat to the MHH merch store. Easy to remember, mhhmerch.com, uh, and you should be able to find it easy. You might need to navigate a little bit, but you'll find it. Uh, quote of the day, a.k.a. the Mac Dog. Good to see you. Appreciate you. You got to get to bed soon, dude. You probably got school on the bright. Thank you for the super chat. Give our best to your old man. Great guy. He says, Russ is the man. Everyone apologize to this man. That's right, dude. Cortland Sutton's little Instagram story. I love that, dude, with the Russell Wilson apology form. I think Keith had the write-up for us. Or no, was it? Uh, no, it was Ron White had the had the write-up for us. Love it, dude. If you guys missed that, go read the article at milehighhuddle.com. Uh, Cortland Sutton saying, 
A lot of people need to apologize to Russell Wilson, Zach Ryan. Let's freaking go. Uh, Denver Bronx for life. MHH for life. Thank you, bud. 12 and five. He's seeing no more losing this, this year. That's what he's seeing here. And that's what Peyton Manning did in 2012, 11 game win streak to close out that season. Uh, didn't end well for the Broncos, but still 11 wins. Luke Ellis, brother. Appreciate you. Good to see you. Says, how about those pass breakups from Justin Simmons at the end? Proud of how resilient of a win that was. Gritty dub. Yeah, dude. I mean, these last three games have been gritty. I'll include the Packers. I mean, there were some moments there in the second half against the Packers where it was slightly in doubt, but the grit, the grind, the metal, M-E-T-T-L-E, it's all been there for these Broncos. The belief, the confidence, and lean into that, baby. It's great. I also saw the VJ apology form to go along with the Russ apology form. <laughs> which we'll, we'll also have to sign that one and check which box we, you know. I'll tender my apology. He deserves it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll apologize to him. I already did last week, but I will again. VJ has definitely turned the defense around, but I'm not apologizing to Russ because I never said, and nor did you, Chad. We never subscribed to the theory that he was washed, that he was the problem, that he was irreparable, that he was unsalvageable. It was all coaching, and we can – a hundred percent with a, without a shadow of a doubt saying now that Nathaniel Hackett was the problem. And I love the text that Scott sent me today. He goes, you want to have some fun, go on X and search Nathaniel Hackett. And if you watch the jets game, I mean, even the commentators, Jim Nance are starting to roast them. So it was always Hackett. It wasn't Russ. And I think that's starting to shine through Chad. Amen. FA again. Thank you, bro. Top rope. So cool, man. Thank you. He says, let's remember Sean Payton and Drew Brees weren't prolific the first year. That took years. They're making plays, the Broncos, when they need to. Let's be patient with this offense. Just a few weeks ago, we all wanted to clean house. It's easy to figure things out when you win. That's right. Winning is a cure-all, and it gives you the additional, um, what do you want to call it, like medicinal uh value so to speak to be able to heal some of the wounds in a shorter period of time than maybe it would otherwise because that's what winning does it's like an elixir of life so it buys you time to continue ironing out the kinks zach and i think that's what sean payton will do I mean, winning doesn't help you figure things out. Winning is figuring things out. And it's funny, F.A., to your comment, how everything falls in place after you start winning and you stop losing and you flip that switch from, hey, we can't beat anyone to who can't we beat? And I got to feel, Chad, the Broncos have to be feeling themselves, hopefully not too much. They have a brutal schedule still left to come. That's why when we read that 12 and 5 a, few, a minute ago, I was like, eh, I don't know about that. I mean, Cleveland, Houston, Detroit, you have uh, divisional games still upcoming. It's going to be a grind, but we can 100% say that this culture has shifted. It's a new era in Broncos country. And the season went from being DOA and talking about the draft to actually being fun and competitive. I would have signed up for that a month ago. No doubt. The Texans, by the way, I don't know if you, do you think it's they're, they're legit or is it fool's yeah. gold waiting for that one kind of reality check? And then it's all downhill. Even when C.J. Stroud plays bad, he threw three picks today. He still plays good. He is the real deal. Uh, D'Amico Ryans has that defense playing inspired. I mean, for a team that wasn't expected to do anything this year, they're going to be right in the thick of it. I think they're for real. They're giving the Jaguars a run for their divisional money. Uh, Malachi, good to see you, brother. He says, had to hand the baby to my wife for the last five minutes so I could pace properly. That's funny, dude. I do the exact same thing. I'm a pacer. Uh, can't believe this team is at 500 after the start they had this year. Keep it rolling. 
yeah, I mean, to be at 500 after you started one in five, that's an accomplishment. And again, you credit Sean Payton. 100%. Credit Sean Payton, credit Russell Wilson also, Chad, for uh, tuning out the noise from last season and really putting his all into improving from losing weight to diving into the playbook to uh, taking on more of a game manager role. I mean, the ego that Russell Wilson have, which is deserved coming from Seattle, to go from Nathaniel Hackett where he was king crap around Broncos HQ, had all the amenities, and now he's one of the 53 uh, You know, reverted to a game manager. He has to swallow his pride as well, and he's doing it and doing it well. So credit to the whole operation, including VJ, special teams coaches. It's a whole team effort, Chad. I said to Scott in our green room, he said, 41 straight uh, drives the Jets without a touchdown until they got a garbage time touchdown today. And I said, wow, Hackett still got the revenge on the Broncos and Peyton. And and Scott said, he who laughs last, dot, 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 dot. Well played. Uh, Troy, again, thank you, brother. says, with the Chargers and Raiders uh, both losing today, just need the Eagles to come through tomorrow. And this could really be a meaningful win. Peace and love again. Thank you, Troy. Good point, man. We're all going to be Eagles fans tomorrow. That is for show, for show. Uh, Timmy Shields, and we're getting close, so we got a rapid fire. Uh, thank you, bud. Good to see you. It says Cortland is back. So clutch. Yes, he is. You can believe that now. Uh, great to see. Much needed. Happy for him. Happy for how it's helped the offense and this team win again. Taylor Christensen, thank you, bro. Again, he says, guys, wanted to clarify what I said. I think it was a great win tonight but I still think we need to score touchdowns on turnovers, not field goals. Amen. Agreed. dude. Thank you for the clarification and perfectly well said. Agreed. Uh, the Ronk in the house on Facebook throwing down saying Cortland Sutton is a special player because he puts lots of work on his catching techniques to make spectacular plays on the ball field. Go Broncos. Yes, indeed, Mike. Thank you for that. And he does. He does. And I'm happy, Zach, to see it starting to come out on the wash for him again and pay off. Uh, we got Gary, the GLP, the swashbuckler in the house. Thank you, bro. So good to see you. He says, love the win. Love the Broncos. Now, you know, tackle. tackle. <laughs> uh, amen. Got to get on that. Uh, we'll get that Peyton Manning thing taken care of tomorrow, uh, Gary. No problemo, um, by the way. So on, on, the, on the jersey front. All right. Um, where are we at, Scott? Miguel, one more and I'll stop. LOL. Thank you, dude. Seriously. But what do y'all think? Jerry on the fake pass to get separation. Good stuff. It was a savvy play in the moment, you know, and it worked. Uh, I probably would have fallen prey to it myself, as I mentioned earlier, Zach. Yeah, I just like him using some sort of ability to find hidden yardage and uh, and get what he can. Again, it's one of those things where if it, it works, we're complimenting him. If it didn't work, we're probably roasting him slightly for trying that, try, trying to throw a pass five-yard past the line of scrimmage. Uh, indeed. Miguel, thank you again, bro. Seriously. Uh, we also have in the house a uh, Mr. David Wilder. So good to see you, big dog, rocking his MHH shirt. Thank you. He says, what a gutsy win. MHH for life. Denver Bronx for life. Go Broncos. Right at you. Or right back at you, I should say. Thank you, David. Good to see you, man. Uh, Diamond Rattler, uh, the man who uh, sent me this and made this. So dope. One, I'll, I'd show it to you if we weren't running late, but many of you have seen it. It's dope. He's just saying, woo! Yes. All I do is win, win. That's that's what the Broncos are saying right now in that locker room. Uh, Robert Otteson, good to see you, big dog. Thank you. He says, let's go, baby. Four straight against good teams. We have learned how to win. Cortland Sutton is a beast. Love from Raiders country in Nevada. 
Thank you, Robert, and amen to everything that you just said. Woofy uh, jumping in with a super chat, uh, and then he said, when it comes to uh, when it comes up, if that Judy miss was Sutton, it would have been caught. Can't convince me otherwise. Meaning that drop in the in the end zone, Sutton would have caught it. Don't deny. I don't disagree with that at all. With how well Sutton's playing right now, like he would have muscled that to use Zach's term earlier. He would have mossed him. He would have made it happen. He would have found a way, make a way. Yeah, I mean, Judy should have caught it as his job. If, you know, what's the old expression? You get two hands on the ball, you got to catch it. But he was being tugged at a little bit. I mean, that does impact the play. So I'll give him some grace on that. Amen. Thank you for clarification, Wolfie. Uh, Kay, uh, sorry, Eric Weber in the house. Bro, so good to see you on Facebook. Saying, Evening Priest, Deacon Scott, Broncos Country, and the MHH Posse. So pumped to see the resurgence of this squad and finding the will to win. Wishing y'all a great Thanksgiving. Right back at you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for checking in tonight. KB82, Kenny himself, saying they need to use P. Ryan more. He's coming up big in the fourth quarter. Jonathan Cooper's also bringing consistent pressure. And lastly, Sutton keeps finding the end zone. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, it's nice to have P. Ryan as that trump card that they haven't really seen all game to use in those critical situations late. Uh, but the running game, as committed to it as they remain, Zach, it's just not being productive. Um, so they got to crack that nut. They got to figure out how to be more efficient. I mean, tonight, for what it's worth, the Denver Broncos, uh, from a from a team perspective, rushes. Uh, they had total of. I mean, all it felt like all they did, Zach, was rush. They only had forty six yards. They averaged thirty, or pardon me, three point one yards on fifteen carries. Now, it could have been a lot worse, and if you would have asked me, hey, what do you think they averaged, I probably would have guessed it would have been in the two, so it was a little bit more productive, but it's it's literally a three uh, cl three yards in a cloud of dust rushing attack, and you got to get more out of that. So if that means using P. Ryan earlier, maybe you do it. I think at this point, teams know that the Broncos are going to be a run-first team, and they're probably going to run on first down, so they're starting to stack the box more and forcing – Russell Wilson to beat them over the top, something they're not doing very often, which is taking chances down the field. It's imperative going forward, starting next week, Chad, against a really, really stout Cleveland defense. you got to open up the whole field a little bit. Get Marvin Mims more involved down the field. Jerry Judy more involved down the field. You can't be afraid to take those chances. Otherwise, your running game, as we're seeing, will start to suffer. Amen. Fox family breaks in the house. Good to see you again this week. Says, uh, I live in Minnesota, so super glad we got the dub. I can't wait to listen to local radio tomorrow morning on my drive to work. Yeah, I wonder if the, uh, you know, the whole honeymoon on Dobbs is going to be over, how how local media is going to kind of uh, approach that. Uh, Collinsworth comparing him to um, Patrick Mahomes and whatnot, you know, like that kind of jinxed him, I think. But that's okay with us. Joshua Shadow, good to see you, bro. Been a minute. He says, let's go, Broncos. Sutton is a beast. My heart can't take these games, but I'm so happy to be winning again. Josh, so good to see you, dude. An OG from the uh, podcast community. Uh, Nick, thank you. Villain Wave jumping in. Says, not going to lie, this is the most fun I've had watching our boys in years. True that. Four-game winning streak. Let's go. Amen. Troy again. Thank you, bro. He says, not to be overlooked and knock on wood, but we are relatively healthy and remain healthy. Hope we get Dulcich and PJ Locke back soon and lose nobody again. I think you will get PJ Locke back. Um, you get a full week this time. You know, it was kind of a short week with the Monday night game. Um, and Dulcich, we'll see. Peyton said they want to get him back to the roster. But, yeah, 
I mean, outside of that, that Tim Patrick thing, and I mean, I'm forgetting another one I, off the top of my head, but it wasn't like crucial, crucial. Turns out Sean Payton, the moves they made for the, you know, strength and conditioning and wellness and all that. Um, turns out you can not control it per se, but you can mitigate and influence uh, the rate at which your team suffers injuries. Cameron, bro, thank you. Says, watched a clip from the locker room. Peyton was chewing butt, saying we need to play better. Love the role we are in, but we have to score touchdowns. True. And you know what? Deserving. They need to hear that right now, uh, at least on some level. BK Mark, last few games is the first time in a long time. I felt like we were going to win. I trust Russ with the ball and not to lose. Missed tackles are an issue, but correctable. But the defense was a step from three more uh, interceptions. Yeah, yeah, it was close, man. And they still had three takeaways tonight. I mean, and two games in a row with a takeaway on the op opponent's opening possession. Uh, love it, man. All the negative history to, to begin the season, now it's history in Denver's favor, Zach. You know, I'm happy to hear that Sean Payton is uh, not – treating this like it's a it's a major playoff victory. It was a good win, but certainly not a flawless victory. They can clean up a lot like we've been talking about. Miss tackles like Mark talks about here. Uh, some of the offensive play calling, the execution in the first half, that has to be better going forward if they want to push for a playoff spot. But the ultimate outcome is that they got another victory, and it does feel pretty good. Yeah, I mean, as evidenced in terms of Sean's point to his team, got to play better. Two for 12 on third down. Come on, dude. Yeah. that's got uh, 17% conversion rate on the money down. Terrible. And then in the red zone today, one for five. I mean, the clear points for of emphasis. Rip die again. Thank you, bro. He says, Zach, two weeks in a row, Russ has missed a wide open tight end on the wheel route to the right side. Should have been an obvious throw. His clock is slow. I agree his clock is slow. Something's, something's still not right there. And, um, you know, you wonder what the providence of that is, trying to trace it back. Is it the – was it there kind of pre-Denver? I think it was to an extent, hence all of the sacks and whatnot. But I think last season exacerbated it, Zach. So your response to him, since he named you, then we'll, we'll jump through and, and rapid fire what remains. Well, just like when he was caught from behind, he was again going, he was drifting horizontally, Russ was earlier in the game, and he got caught from behind. I mean, I was going to tweet, 25-year-old Russell Wilson could have made that play. 35-year-old Russell Wilson is not making that play. And I've never lied to you. I've never been dishonest with myself. I've admitted this is not the same 100% Russell Wilson that we got in Seattle. Father time is undefeated. He's athletically a little slower. I'm sure his clock is a little slower, and he does miss passes. He has not been perfect. He is not infallible, and he is not uh, immune to criticism. I've criticized Russ plenty, especially after that Jets game. But you got to take the good with the bad. If he's a game manager now, well, he's not doing much to lose the game. He's not really turning the ball over. He has a passer rating each week above 100 and he made the clutch touchdown when you had to have it to Cortland Sutton. I mean, I can't hate too much on that, Chad. Yeah. I mean, tonight, if you can learn from this and, and even if you play similarly from a statistical perspective, but your third down and red zone stats are significantly better, people will be singing a different tune about Russ. And you're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. Uh, you're next, Minnesota. Love it, dude. I'm going to Kevin Owens' thing next with just keep punching well said dude that's right and that's what we're gonna see 
because it doesn't get any easier. Uh, Dionisio Ortiz, what's up, dude? I hope I didn't butcher your name, but welcome. Thank you. With all the AFC teams losing today, it was a great win. And as a man married to a Chargers fan, it was a great Sunday. Yeah, you get some bragging rights. Good for you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Lawrence Rivera, thank you, bro. He says, this one's for shots. We're winners. Much love, everyone. That's right, baby. That's right. Love seeing it on a roll. Uh, Roger, the negotiator. Appreciate you. He says, that's why I love this chat. This was the place to go after a bad loss for relief. And now it's what we deserve. Love you guys. Broncos country. Let's ride. Very, very sweet of you, Roger. Appreciate that, my friend. And thank you for the super. Riptide again saying, bought it. <laughs> Let's buck them for the rest of the season. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the support, Riptide. You are a stud. Uh, Brandon, Peyton makes sure no penalties in the last minute. Yeah, I mean, there's not always a perfect way to avoid some of that stuff like we saw early in the season with weeks one and two in particular. But yes, got to love the composure and the presence of mind and poise that these guys are playing with when it's critical in the end of game sequences. He proved a lot to me last week in that hurricane field goal drill, getting the unit onto the field with the clock running, no timeouts. And again, if that was the Broncos of the last three administrations, it would have been a disaster. But Sean Payton had that team ready to go. And that's not his specialty either. That wasn't the offense. That was the special teams. So it shows that he has his hands involved with every aspect of the team and he's handling it like an adult should. Indeed, two more guys, and then we got to go for tonight. Terrence, thank you, bro. Imagine the production, Terrence says. We could have gotten out of K.J. Hamler and Philip Lindsay if we would have had a competent quarterback and a coach. Such a missed opportunity. I know, man. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. But, hey, when the Broncos are winning, we don't need to spend too much time lamenting the past. Let's live in this moment. We've already suffered long enough, right? Ronk, thank you, bro. Great show tonight. Chad and Zach on that Mile High Huddle podcast. Gut reaction. Go Broncos. Thank you. Appreciate you, Mike. And seriously, to everybody who's joining us, I mean, we've been roughly around 1,500 concurrent for most of tonight's show across all our different platforms we stream to. So it's really great to see everybody in the chat. Thank you for the support. We got a couple of messages for you, and then we're going to dip. Yeah, this is the revenge game really quickly, Chad, next week because the Browns signed everyone's favorite former Broncos quarterback, Joe Flacco, to their practice squad. So that should be an interesting Mile high Joe. Let's go. The understood quarterback in Cleveland now. Uh, no doubt about that, but that was a tremendous, tremendous episode, gut reaction episode of the MHH podcast. If you're not doing so, uh, follow us on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, at the MHH pod. You can follow the main account on Twitter, X, at Mile High Huddle, Chad at Chad and Jensen, myself at Kelberman NFL, and Scott, our producer, at Scout Kennedy. If you guys want some merch like we're always rocking, or as you see, Riptie, among others, buy in real time. Check out MHHmerch.com and get your swag on. If you guys haven't yet, I know you have, but just in case you haven't, uh, drop us a like at Facebook.com slash Mile High Huddle Pod. Also, you can find us on Instagram at Mile underscore High underscore Huddle, and make sure you're leaving your football pre a five star review for a chance to win some of that merch each and every single month but if anything guys and gals ladies and gentlemen please subscribe like and share this video and every video you see on the mhh channel it really helps us grow and reach more broncos fans just like you amen uh facebook is not playing ball with me right now to be able to go back and name everybody but i'm going to try and do so from from memory phil the ronk uh, Miguel, Howie, uh, Andrew, 
Oh, man. I can't remember them all, but you know I love you guys. On uh, YouTube, though, YouTube not being buggy right now, so we can shout out Tom, Miguel, Patriot Tex, uh, Different Tom, Lockhuff, uh, Rip Die, Dave from Georgia, Jess, Taylor, Arthur, Casey, Chris Hernandez, Troy, Alexander, uh, D. Porter, Ted, Spartan, Alonzo, the Papa Bear, Bo, Alejandro, Mike Edel, Darren, the Papa Kendall, uh, Eclipse, a.k.a. Troy, Steve Hale, Robert Perez, Gregory, Naj, uh, Ronnie Ray, Ryan Bledsoe, BNS, F.A., Grover, uh, MacDog, a.k.a. Quote of the Day, Ryan, Luke, Malachi, uh, Timmy, the Gary uh, Palmer himself, man. Uh, sure, Hank. Really, really cool to see you tonight, Jason. Thank you, buddy. Uh, David Wilder, Diamond Rattler, Robert Otteson, Woofy, KB, Fox Family, uh, Joshua Shadow, Nick Villanueva, BK Mark, you're next, Minnesota. Uh, Dionisio, Lawrence, Roger the Negotiator, Brandon B. Terrence, much love and respect. We'll see you tomorrow night, guys, for the Aftermath episode, but don't miss Broncos for breakfast on the bright They'll have a great morning after episode ready for you. No doubt about it. Enjoy this win, Broncos country. Have a great start to your week. We'll see you tomorrow night. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.